Brisbane. And a Senate inquiry into Victoria's cancellation of the 2026 Commonwealth Games has released its interim report. Senator Sarah Henderson was at the Senate inquiries in Victoria and joins us now. Good morning, Senator. Good morning. Great to join you. One of the four recommendations is for the federal government to step in and salvage this event so it can still be held in Australia. Do you understand what's the objective behind that recommendation? Like, what are they trying to achieve? Well, firstly, can I say thank you so much for your interest in this really important issue. Um, This has devastated regional Victoria, uh, which was getting set to host this incredible event, uh, including in Ballarat. And so now one of the recommendations by the committee in its interim report is that the Australian government takes on a facilitation and coordination role in order to salvage the two, the 2026 Commonwealth Games. So we would like to see the Albanese government establish an intergovernmental forum um, through national cabinet or some other mechanism and bring together representatives from all levels of government and business associations, community groups, regional communities to look at how we can salvage the Commonwealth Games. This has been devastating not just for regional Victoria but for our international reputation, for athletes, for families, for small businesses, for local regional communities and the Albanese government must step up to the place. And so what is the reason for that? Like, for example, is the committee hoping to encourage sport, um, improve Australia's reputation, recoup losses? Like, what's the, what's the objective behind that recommendation? Oh, there is so much to salvage. Uh, athletes have been devastated. Um, their preparation for the Summer Olympic Olympics in Los Angeles through to the Olympics here in, in Brisbane. Um, all of the work that the regional communities did, local businesses, some of whom have even entered into contracts, preparing to take their part in the Games. Um, I mean, this has been a, a shocking state of affairs. Of course, Daniel Andrews, um, really, when he made the announcement, quite arrogantly said, well, this is not the, the toughest decision I've ever had to make. Make. He's obviously had no concept about the impact of the cancellation of the Games on Victoria, on our reputation, and we, you know, we are very pleased to see that there are other parts of the country, um, the Gold Coast City Council, um, and also there's some big efforts in WA to try and um, look at what can be done to host the Games. If these don't go ahead in Australia, this is going to do our international dami- um, reputation so much harm. So we are determined to see the government step up and do something. We've been really disappointed, the likes of Catherine King and Lisa Chesters, Richard Miles in, and Libby Coker in Geelong, have, have done all but nothing to salvage these games, to take responsibility, and uh, we want to see that happen. Has there been a cost analysis done by the inquiry behind that recommendation? Um, no, they haven't. And in fact, one of the hallmarks of our work on the, on the, during the inquiry was to discover uh, there are no proper answers for the enormous billion-dollar blowout and more in the budget for the Games. So, of course, as we knew back in May, it was costed at around about $2.6 million, billion, I should say. And then within a matter of months, the Premier announces that the Games is going to cost between 6 and $7 billion. We've got very few answers from, from those who were responsible for uh, contributing to the business case Uh, a glaring black hole in the budget. So how could the federal government do better without wasting more money then? 
Well, we are asking the government to step up and establish an intergovernmental forum. We are asking the government through National Cabinet to bring together three levels of government to look at what can be done. So this is, this is, this is about action. I this guess that, that action minutes. still takes, takes money though, and Victorian taxpayers have already spent, unfortunately, $380 million in saying no to the event. How can they be assured that chasing this event, now that it has been cancelled, isn't just throwing good money after bad? Well, I would disagree with you respectfully. Bringing people together to talk about what can be done um, is, is not a high cost. Convening a, a meeting of National Cabinet, um, bringing people around the table is not a high cost. It is, it is um, at so the level I, of local government. I mean, you were part of the inquiry hearings when um, the City of Ballarat representatives were there and they were lamenting the fact that the, a lot of council resources had been spent trying to plan this event. Um, you know, all the people that work at council, their time is worth money and it should have been um, delivering council um, priorities, I guess, given that the Commonwealth Games were ended. So getting everyone together to have this conversation again, I would argue, does cost money and resources. Debbie, Debbie, I think you're not focusing on um, the, the issue here. The issue here is that uh, the opposition has indicated its determination to hold the Albanese government to account. We cannot afford for these games to fall over. There is too much at stake for athletes, for our communities, for our international reputation. And it is not a big cost, Debbie, to convene a meeting of National Cabinet, to bring people around the table, to look at what can be done. But so far what we've seen from the Albanese government is, is an attitude where they're just turning their back on this issue, not uh, holding Daniel Andrews to account, and that is not good enough. I mean, no one has been able to explain why there has been such a dramatic increase in the budget of the Games. There is so much about this that we don't know. We are very, very grateful to those who have appeared in the committee, including, of course, local councillors from Ballarat, very disappointed to find out that the Victorian government was trying to keep the smoke and mirrors going in local communities by doing things like asking council CEOs to enter into non-disclosure agreements. So clearly there was an attempt by the Victorian government to keep a, a huge veil of secrecy over the planning for these games. But we smelled a rat, and even the people at Ballarat smelled a rat. As soon as the announcement was made that there was not going to be any permanent housing, uh, you know, we, we started to ask questions. Well, hang on a minute. Where is the legacy infrastructure? Where is the benefit, the long-lasting benefit for the people of Ballarat and Bendigo and Geelong and Gippsland and Shepparton? So um, regional communities have a right to answers and our country has a right to know that when this sort of thing happens that um, and the Australian government will step up and hold state governments to account and ensure that our international reputation will not be left in tatters. Yeah, I guess holding to account is different though than pushing ahead at all, you know, at all costs and trying to do trying to continue the Commonwealth Games. But I wanted to pick you up on something you just said then because as I mentioned earlier, you were in Bendigo on the day that Councillor Amy Johnson and Councillor Ben Taylor from the city of Ballarat presented at this inquiry and they revealed the most extraordinary revelation which you just said that CEOs of some regional councils signed non-disclosure agreements with the state government. What was your reaction when you heard that? Oh, look, I was completely shocked. Uh, I could not believe it because our councillors right across Victoria and right across the country are elected to represent their communities. 
And for a state government to ask a CEO, which um, who of course is not an elected representative, to enter into a non-disclosure agreement for the purpose of keeping secret from um, his or her councillors critical details about the planning of the games is is just unacceptable. It is an affront to local government and and to our democracy. So I am um, comp- I am so impressed that both Councillor Taylor and Johnson. I gave evidence, very disappointed that we didn't hear from the Mayor because the Mayor was actually quite vocal earlier on. But when the rubber hit the road, he decided not to front up to the inquiry. But it's only through inquiries like this that we we are able to hold governments to account when they fail communities. So I absolutely applaud um, both Councillor Johnson and, and Taylor for exposing an unacceptable situation in Ballarat. Do those ca- do, do any of those councillors or CEOs do you think have to take some responsibility for um, for being in that situation? Because as you mentioned, I mean, CEOs are answerable to councillors. Their job is to hold them to account. So how can they possibly either of them be doing their job properly if they've signed a non disclosure agreement to not talk about what's happening? Well, I think it's completely wrong and I was appalled when I heard the evidence and I don't think that this should have happened and and any CEO uh, acting in the best interests of count, of councillors, of a council and of ratepayers should not be put in this position and it should not have happened, but it goes to the way that this government does business. It goes to the way this Victorian government, um, you know, um, brings people in forces them to be secret. I mean, this is just unacceptable behaviour and this is just another reason why the Victorian government and Daniel Andrews are so failing the people of Victoria, including regional communities. So we're running out of time. Before I let you go, Senator, another key part of the evidence from Amy Johnson and Councillor Ben Taylor related to the amount of money, time and resources that the City of Ballarat already spent on preparation for the Games. They called for compensation. Do you think that councils should be compensated for their losses? Well, we are waiting for further details. Uh, we certainly did ask on notice if they could provide details about costs. I think most of the costs for councillors have gone in resources. So um, people who are employed by council who work on the games and are diverted to work on the games. Um, I, wa- I didn't share that particular view, but I am very, very concerned about the impact that this has had on local councils. I am really concerned about the impact that this has had on local businesses and we would still welcome any further information about businesses um, who have been impacted.